0: My name is Victor Kubik. Welcome to Inside United. Today's podcast, this is being made on May 2nd, 2022, is on a day when Connie Selig, who is my guest today, and actually I'm her guest (laughs) today too, because we both want to talk about a very common event that took place today, which is a lunch that was in the last hour and a half or so here at the home office that honored both of us for our work and also upon our retirement as we move forward. So I thought that while we still have these things very fresh in my mind, and still feel kind of on a high from the very, very friendly send-off from our employees that we have worked with for a long time, that we would catch this moment here with us. Welcome, Connie. Thank you. <laughs> Connie. This this has been again just a, a day that I really appreciated. both of us. Well, I was surprised as both of us have worked for the church for about the same length of time. I believe that you've started in 1968. Correct. That is a long time ago.
1: <laughs> that was when I was a student. But. Right.
0: Well, it's the same thing with me. I started in '66 when I was a student as well. So we had kind of a parallel career. We had we started as students and worked through. College, college and, and then we worked out of here, and Connie ended up here at the home office in Cincinnati or Milford, Ohio, as manager of mail processing. So today, um, we had very nice things that were said about us. In fact, I felt very, very moved by them. In fact, some of nice things that you said, I didn't realize you liked me that much. <laughs> <laughs> you are loved. <laughs> and so were, you. so were you in jail. One nice thing, too, is that Connie and Gerald had all three of their children here and they had three of their grandchildren here as well. So that was very nice to see this family that I've seen their kids when they were little teenagers, <laughs> their little kids, and now they have their families and, and uh, their grandchildren here. Connie, let's go back to your start in the church. We both began in the Worldwide Church of God. That's kind of home for many of us, the common the, the common source right. for, uh, for us. And then, you know, we have gone on to 26 years ago with the start of United Church of God, and we have gone through through that. We've gone through some glorious times, some very wonderful times. We've also gone through valleys, as you know. <laughs> Connie, tell us about your life and and your experiences as you have progressed in your job. I'd like to hear that.
1: Okay, well, first of all, let me say briefly, that I just felt very honored that we were sharing this day together. It really Mm -hmm. meant a lot to me. (laughs) And um, I've been attending church since I was six years old, and my parents came in in 1956. But my dad was called into the ministry when I was 13 years old, and then I, of course, I was blessed to be able to go to Ambassador College, and it had always been my dream to work in the Spanish department, which is where I worked from 1968 until I, well, until my children, well, I worked there until I left Worldwide, really, mm-hmm. and um, and then uh, when I when I graduated, I was in Big Sandy, Texas, at the time, and the department was transferred to Pasadena in 1972, and um, so then I moved back to California. I grew up in Southern California, mm-hmm. and then went to school in Big Sandy, then came back to California when, after I graduated, and I remained there until United started.
0: Now, your parents are the Mishnicks, just in case right. people are listening here. And your dad's name was? Al Mishnick. Al Mishnick, and your mom? Florence. Uh huh, Florence. Uh huh.
1: So, um, yeah, my dad served in the ministry for 50 years, mm-hmm. and then he died when he was 93 years old. Mm-hmm. So he's been gone quite a few, about six, seven years now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it's been a while. But, of course, he was a huge influence in my life. I don't have many spiritual heroes, but he was one of them. <laughs> and uh, uh, anyway, he, he that would always been my dream, to work in the Spanish department, and I was blessed to be able to have that dream accomplished. And I worked there until United started. And working for the Spanish department was kind of interesting because it was like working, it was like a, a complete work within a work. I mean, we had Spanish editorial, we had Spanish mail processing, we had Spanish... Um, well, the, the Worldwide Publishing published the magazine, but we still worked closely with that department. And so we, I kind of knew personal correspondence. We had, we, I kind of knew all the inner workings of how the work worked together. So that kind of just trained me for for what my job would be when United started, because I was the only one when United started that had any mail processing experience. So it just kind of all fell into my lap. And after our, my children were born, I was not working full-time for the Spanish Department anymore. So I was working in the mail room, which was in the, uh, a small section of the postal center there. So I knew how all that worked as well. And then when I started working for United, I was in charge of outgoing mail as well as the incoming mail. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of just prepared me for this job.
0: Well, our paths crossed when we started the United Church of God in Arcadia. Right, in (laughs) your home. (laughs) (laughs) And back, I was still living on campus at that time, and at that time we were just getting going. And I remember uh, with you and Gerald, Bev and I were organizing events like things to the new ministry that they needed to know. And I remember that you designed forms for application for work and other types of applications. And we'd drive down out to your house and get things duplicated. And then Bev and I would be working in our living room.
1: Yeah, we'd go over to your house and <laughs> fold envelope, fold letters and envelopes and put stamps on things and mail
0: <laughs> them. Those were quite the days. Yes, they were. And I feel like those are the days that really bonded us. And I, I know that um, you were involved with mailing, but I didn't realize it was both incoming and outgoing mail. Yes. And various languages.
1: Right. Oh, yes. And, and of course, having worked in the Spanish department helped with that as well, because mm-hmm. it le- made, at least made me familiar with some of the French phraseology and, and Portuguese. I can read a small amounts of Portuguese, not much, mm-hmm. but because of my Spanish uh, influence, having been worked in that department, it, it helped.
0: So, the problem with Americans is they only know one language, so they right. have nothing to compare it to. <laughs> right. But if you know just one other language, then other languages come more easily. Right. So then we started with the United Church of God. Then we all moved here to Arcadia, <laughs> from, Arcadia from Arcadia from Arcadia here to Cincinnati. To uh-huh. And what year did you move here?
1: 1998. Okay. Yeah, when the when the office moved from Arcadia, we moved. Mm-hmm. In, it was in July of 1998.
0: And still, my daily routine is I walk by Gerald's office and say hi to Gerald, <laughs> <laughs> and then see you. I just really admire you for knowing so much about nonprofit mail. And I mean, anytime you have a question, or any of us had a question, Connie would be the one who knew the answers. Well,
1: it. it- I had to study because when you'd go to the post office and ask them a question, they had no idea what I was talking about. So I had to become familiar with the, we call it the Postal Service Bible, <laughs> it's called the Domestic Mail Manual, and of course now it's all online, but back then it was it was a, like a three inch binder of material that we'd have to ser- search through. And sometimes I would try to do a mailing and they'd say, oh no, you can't do that. So I'd have to come back to the office and I'd research them through the, the DMM. And then I would copy the pages and then take it back to the post office and say, see, I can do this. And it's like, oh, OK.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing about the Milford post office, you know, Milford is not the biggest city in, right. in in the state of Ohio. And normally when there's nonprofit mail centers, like when I lived in Indianapolis, you had to take it down to the downtown post office right. to where you brought in these huge mailings. But here in Milford, surprisingly where the home office for United Church of God was, they also had an intake for this type of mail. That, was- that
1: is unusual because our incoming mail arrives at, they wanted a Cincinnati address when we moved here. And we got that at the Anderson Post Office, which is a few miles away but they don't take nonprofit mail. We have to take our outgoing mailings to Milford, which is more convenient for us. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And that that was that good. I know that uh, I, I, my wife and I run a nonprofit too. Though we've had a nonprofit process like that, right? And we know just the very basic rudiments, just enough to get the mailing <laughs> out. But Connie has been very, very helpful to uh, to all of us. Do you have any stories you can tell us?
1: One involving the mail was when the first. Uh, Person that I dealt with in the Milford post office was named Bob, but he had a nickname and it was Pizza, and so we would talk about Pizza Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so when we we'd have to, I'd have to go convince Pizza Bob that I could actually do a mailing or I could do an international mailing, that uh, for we for some reason we were doing M bag mailings and they'd never heard of MBag M bag mailings, but I was familiar with those, but having worked in Pasadena, and uh, so I went and researched it and found the information. And we we did our m bag mailings, uh, which they didn't think they could do, but they did. And then, because um, we we have since abandoned that because now we have a remail service that we go through that they mail all our international mail with. But that that's just a small story that when we first moved here to Cincinnati and had to get our operations off the ground
0: internationally. Mm-hmm. One question of interest to me: I'm kind of interested in some technical things and also certain behaviors. Uh, What's happened with paper mailings, you know, hard copy mailings, that that you have seen a change in from back to worldwide days, the early days of United Church of God, to where we're at now? Has it increased? Is there more to online? Uh, Any uh, trends that you have seen? Well,
1: online mail has made a huge impact. I mean, even in our department, uh, even in in the donation side, uh, we've it's It's not been a huge jump each year, but it's it's been a significant amount uh, going more to online. Of course, the banking system is wanting people to go online. but um but we still the majority of our income still comes in through the paper mail. Mm-hmm. But we've had fewer we used to get a lot of subscriptions and things through paper paper advertising and things. and we still do some of that, but it doesn't it doesn't garner the the uh, response that it used to. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I mean, just generally in the post office, they're trying to do more mailings and things and they encourage direct mailings and things like that. But of course they've noticed a downturn and they've really t- switched more to packaging mailing now mm-hmm. because that's more where the the influence is on, on online buying and, and mm-hmm. packaging. But we don't, I mean, most of ours is single piece envelope mailing that we mm-hmm. do and, uh, but people still, of course our readership is tends to be older.
0: So they want to have something in their hand right. So now you are retiring and uh, who's doing your work now?
1: Um, Sarah Howard, we we actually hired another girl in interim, uh, which worked out really well, but then she got pregnant with twins and now she has two. A little girl and a little boy, and they're doing wonderfully, but we had to replace her. So now we're training Sarah. Mm-hmm. She's doing a good job. Uh, it's it's slow because she hasn't had as much time as Jacqueline did to mm-hmm. transition, but um, we're, we're we're working on it, and she's coming along.
0: I know that we've had quite a bit of turnover you know, with people that have moved on for different reasons, you know, for, right. like here, but God has always seemed to provide somebody right. to fill in. Exactly. And and that's that's been very good to see. Gives opportunities for new people to do things. that has right. been great. So what do you plan to do now, Connie?
1: Well, I didn't mention before, but I have a special needs grandson, who was born with a, a genetic disorder, and he's he's been through a lot, and he's come through a lot, and uh, but he's still got a long ways to go. He's he's got cerebral palsy. Uh, well, actually, it's technically it's it's a uh, dystonia, where he doesn't have a lot of muscle tone in his core. So he can move his arms and legs, but he doesn't control them really well. But he's in therapy, so he has a lot of therapies to go to. So I either go with him to go with his he and his mom to therapies or I stay home and take care of his older sister. So um, I'll continue to do that. That takes up a lot of time.
0: Well, I saw him (laughs) here today. He was it's just nice to see everybody pulling together, wanting to help and a lot of love going back and forth. Right
1: yeah, that's one thing I mentioned in the in the luncheon today was that uh, I really appreciated our it manager and uh, my uh, well, my coworker in the mail processing area, his wife, because they really picked up the ball when Jackson was born and and filled in for me so much that kept the work going that I normally would ha- be doing. And uh, I worked online at home a lot, but there's some things that I needed to be here for, and they filled in for me. So that was really nice to see that that's that's one thing that's really been wonderful about it, especially the that last nine years we've we've always worked together well and and everybody's dropped what they're doing and helped one another and I've loved every minute of it I wouldn't change it i I'd change some of the, of the things I did because I've had to <laughs> learn and change a lot of things about me but as far as working for the church it's been a it's been a like you said a charmed life and uh, Feel undeserved, undeserving of having been blessed.
0: Well, Connie, that's exactly how I feel. I see the lives of people, even in the church. You know, they start out on glowing terms, that they look like most likely to succeed, and then I see them fizzle out, or something happens, or they run into somebody that's, that doesn't work out, and they're discouraged, or quit, just disgust, or don't have the faith to continue. I've seen, I've seen all kinds of things happen to people, even close to me. Right, and then. I feel very fortunate for God's grace upon my life for keeping my head screwed on straight to where I could continue. And I don't take it for my own wisdom because there are people who are a lot smarter than I am that I thought really had it together would never never fail us that didn't make it.
1: Plus, I think for you, I think God blessed you with the ability to communicate because I, when I think of you, I think you, of you as a great communicator. I know that's what they called President Reagan, but I, call, I think of you that way because you have an ability to communicate things in a really um, fatherly, gentle way where you, people know you care, and I think that's really important.
0: Well, thank you, Connie. I, the thing is I do care. <laughs> you know, I came from a family that was refugees, you know, to this country and kind of grew up in kind of a modern American society where my parents hardly spoke English, and we had no relatives. I mean, this is is the way we grew up. And so it kind of felt a little bit almost discriminated against, and I hated to have kids come to the house because my parents would speak to me in Ukrainian, and I was so embarrassed about that. <laughs> Instead of being proud of the fact that I could speak a language, I was just <laughs> embarrassed. I wanted them to, and so I kind of grew up in in, in those in that environment. But I think that God helps, gives us what we need and what we want, and God chooses.
1: Right, and He blesses you with the gift.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, God has blessed us, and He's blessed. Acelik family. Oh, I f- absolutely. I, f- I, f- I feel he, he really has. I really enjoy your husband. His kindness and and warmth.
1: Well, that I. It's funny. I should have bragged about him a little bit this in the luncheon today because he's really sacrificed a lot the last two years. Because I've actually moved in with with my daughter and and son-in-law and our grand and our grandson, and he's he's uh, been really good with that and come and taken care of us and brought us meals and I mean he's just been.
0: Stalwart. (laughs) Well, we have known about that, you know, right? (laughs) And and secretly admired. Yes. You know, just just the way that things come up in our lives that we have to step up to and sacrifice for. Right,
1: and he's he's been a stellar example.
0: (laughs) Well, I wanted you to know a little bit more about Connie Seelig. I've enjoyed these podcasts because they have been just kind of a little insight into the lives of people that work here. And one thing I've really noticed about our whole staff here at the Home Office, Connie, is that it's just a really nice group of people that that really blend with one another i was commenting to peter eddington before lunch was served just listen listen to them they're all chattering like (laughs) like everything they're all happy to be with one another they're
1: just one big happy family (laughs) (laughs) and it wasn't
0: kind of fake or put on but i just hope that that spirit continues here right me too Connie it's just been great talking to you you too really (laughs) enjoyed talking to you and i just wish you well and gerald very uh, all the very best and, and just uh, pray that all goes well you know, in, in your life as it continues and that we'll all stay in touch with one another.
1: I appreciate that. And you know, we'll be praying for you and Bev as well.
0: <laughs> and we'll be doing the same for you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Inside United. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it on social media to tell your friends about us. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. We post new episodes every Thursday. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments and questions to podcast at ucg.org. Have a great week. Come back soon for more. This is a production of the United Church of God. For more, visit ucg.org.